welcome back. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about how much we love tea, including something special about our teas today. So with that, sit back, relax, grab your tea, coffee, water, or whatever it be, and let's have tea, sis. Do 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 bow bow. This is podcast intro song goes between the podcast and the intro. The whole Kelly says just in the middle of the intro. Yeah. As always, I'm Emma. I'm Kaylee, and today we are drinking some very special teas. I have a tea called Tea Break from. Plum Deluxe Teas. And I am drinking a oolong tea called Current Conversation from Plum Deluxe Tea. So we actually had the founder of um, Plum Deluxe Tea reach out to us uh, about two weeks ago, I want to say, and offer to send us some teas. And that was absolutely amazing. So, they very generously sent us these full-sized, five of their full-sized tea packets that, um, Kelly and I were interested in, and two samples, which was absolutely amazing and shocking, and we highly recommend. Oh, and they also gave us a little gift of one of their metal tea steepers in the shape of a heart. Which is so exciting. So cute. So we have two of their teas right now that we have brewed up and we're so excited to taste them and tell you what we think about them and uh, tell you a little bit more about Plum Deluxe too. So we're going to taste them. They've been steeping per the package's instructions. (laughs) Mm. So I have tea break, which is a white tea, and it has white tea, orange peel, tangerine essence, honeydew, melon essence, and love and gratitude. <laughs> and it it tastes very citrusy, but I think that honeydew really comes through to make it just taste really warm and citrusy and very nice. I really enjoy this. It's a very light tea. It's very... It's very refreshing, I guess. And I am drinking their tea, Current Conversation, which is an oolong tea, all organic Formosa oolong tea, rose hips, vanilla extract, black currant essence, and love and gratitude. (laughs) And I, I will admit, I'm one of those people who like a lot of sugar in my tea. But this one is really good without sugar because I I wanted to give it a shot without anything in it. I like it. It's something that I would actually drink without any sugar in it. But if you like a sweeter tea, you would probably want to put more sugar in it. But it's like, I don't know how to describe it aside from like, it tastes warm. I, I think it tastes, there's definitely, did it have cherry in it? Black currant. That's what you're tasting. I definitely taste the black currant coming through with this one. I think it's really good, but I would need some sugar in it. I'm a sugar... I'm a wimp 
when it comes to anything. I love it sweet, the sweetest it can get. That's just how I roll. So I have put sugar in mine and I think it's quite nice. And I think sugar in the um, current conversation would also be really good too. We were really excited when Plum Deluxe reached out to us and we like started looking at what they did and stuff. Cause obviously we both really love tea. That's part of like our whole brand. But they also have like so many really good teas and they have such a variety. Like, Emma and I were like, oh, yeah, let's look and see what they have and kind of get an idea for their thing. And then we started, like, actually looking at their teas. And it took us so long to read through all of them and go through because there's just so many options. And so many of them sounded so good. So, Plum Deluxe is a company run out of Portland, Oregon by the founder and creator Andy Hayes who um, strives to create a luxurious cup of tea, perfect for a warm exchange with friends and family. They strive for their tea blends to be the freshest ingredients free of chemicals and sulfites. They try to support local U.S. farmers wherever possible, and they run an active philanthropy program. They're, we went and saw their website, and there were so many options. We sat there for probably over... Would you say over half an hour to an hour? Oh, definitely. Just reading through the different teas. It's absolutely amazing. There's literally an option out there for everybody from caffeine-free to sweet to pepperminty, whatever you like. They even had bitter teas. And spicy Savory ones. teas, spicy teas. They literally had something for everyone, which is just absolutely amazing. They also have a tea of the month club for only $10 and they offer a caffeine free option. Plum Deluxe is just really one of those companies that just they're so amazing and more people should be drinking them, more people should be out there talking about them. We highly 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 suggest you go and buy some of their teas and try them because they are so amazing, very luxurious. They, everything that we have tried so far has been so good. Yeah. And, like, you can tell that it's, like, high-quality tea by just looking at it. Because, like, you can actually see, like, the larger leaves and that it's not something that was just... It's not something that was just factory-made that was just thrown together for the profit of the company. It's definitely something that had a lot of thought and creative mind that went into it. So we highly suggest you go and check them out. And there's so much more than just a tea company too. They also have special events that you can go to if you're part of their memberships. They have community that they've built around the idea of tea. They had, I think I saw a book club that met with the tea clubs. And I think they also had a knitting club, which just, there's something for everybody out there. So they're so amazing. We highly, highly, highly recommend you go try out Plum Deluxe Teas. Go check them out on Instagram. Go find their shop. Go get yourself some teas. So with that, today's topic is actually our love of tea. How fitting. How fitting. <laughs> I mean, we don't have an entire podcast called Let's Have Teases for nothing. Oh, no. We hate tea. There's no reason at all that we... We lie to you every time we say what we're drinking. It's really <laughs> just water. 
warmed up in a mug. That would be so sad. Wouldn't that kind of count as tea, though? Like, you're halfway there. You're more no. than halfway there. Not really. Because, you know, you can have cold teas. This is true. This is true. The main part is that there are leaves steeped in your tea. This is true. <laughs> you know, I feel like America has a harsh history with tea. <laughs> um, and that's not reflective of us, obviously. But I do think that's funny. <laughs> it was a political statement, what can we say? <laughs> I wasn't sure where you were going with that. I don't know. Or where to go from that. Well, somebody brings up... I'm not gonna lie, guys. Maybe I should have been a history major. Maybe that's just where my mind goes. But somebody brings up tea, and my mind instantly goes to the Boston Tea Party. Throw it in the sea. And I realized that that wasn't the point. Like, the point wasn't to, you know, like, flavor the water for the fishes. (laughs) But, um... That's just... That's just the way I view it. It's probably a good thing I'm not a history major now. Good gall. (laughs) Why did they do the Boston Tea Party? Why was the Boston Tea Party an issue (laughs) to flavor the water for the fishes? So the fishes can enjoy what we enjoy! (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh my. (laughs) Oh, this is such a long podcast. I feel like at this point we just have to be really real with you guys. It is literally 12.35 a.m. Why? Why? Because we are busy college students. <laughs> oh, man. You know, I didn't used to like tea. I used to think it was just nasty tasting water. I was like, why would you do this to my water? But then again, I feel like every kid goes through that stage where they don't like drinking water either, and all tea was to me as a child was glorified water. And I was like, this is disgusting. Why do we drink this? It's dirty water. And, uh, I grew out of that. Dirty water. For obvious reasons. Point in case we're here today. (laughs) But really, I didn't start liking tea until, like... I was in high school when I started liking tea. Really? It was that late? Yeah, it was like freshman year of high school when I actually started liking tea. Because to me, tea was something that you drank when you were sick. You know, because whenever we'd get sick, mom would be like, or grandma would be like, here, let's make you a tea, and they'd put like honey in it and all that jazz, you know. So to me, tea was something you drank when you were sick. And so I just... I never cared. I liked a peppermint tea, I guess. I really started liking green tea in high school, and then that led down a whole trail of liking tea. And now I have such a more broadened palette. I still don't like certain flavors, but I also don't like those flavors in real life, outside of the tea world, so it's nothing against the tea. That's so weird. I guess, like, I'm the weird one in the situation, not you. So, my story seems pretty typical. Yeah. (laughs) Little kids like this is dirty water and then eventually starts to genuinely kind of like it in high school and then it just grows. Because I was thinking about it and I'm like, oh, 
I now realize why I don't why I started liking tea so early on. And yeah, it's non typical. <laughs> um but growing up I I think that we've mentioned this in a podcast, but I didn't like chocolate. I still don't really prefer it, but I yeah. can handle it. But as a child I hated chocolate. And so growing up, especially in winters and around holidays um, when you would normally have hot chocolate, like, after sledding, because it gets really cold here, or during Christmas or something, we would have, like, typically you give kids hot chocolate or something. Well, obviously, I didn't like chocolate, so I didn't like hot chocolate. So that left me with having to figure out other choices. And because I had to figure out other choices, one of the things that I went to was teas because it was something that like we had just in our family and at grandma's house was just available and so tea and apple cider was what I had a lot of the time so I always associate tea with like warm family events and holidays but yeah so I started liking tea at a young age because it was what was most commonly available that wasn't hot chocolate what's your favorite tea currently it would be a green jasmine tea. I like to add mint with my jasmine tea. I'm trying to remember what mine is called. I doll it up. I like the blue... I like blueberry teas. I do not. I don't like blueberries, though. It's like... I like real blueberries. I I don't like fake. Sorry. It's a blueberry agave, agave lemon tea. So it's kind of got that warm almost honey sweet taste but then it also has the really sweet berry taste of blueberries and a little hint of like lemon zest in it. it's really nice i really like that one as of right now it fluctuates i never like something for that long unless it's a deep love of mine and then i don't like it i love it <laughs> so see my fallback go-to is always the jasmine tea I love that, like, green, a jasmine green tea with sweet mint added to it. And then way too much sugar. She just adds loose loose sweet mint into her mug and just floats there. And it looks like her, it looks like she's drinking something you should not be drinking. (laughs) But she does. And I guess it's fine. I've tasted it. It's pretty good. I don't know. I don't like... Is it the jasmine I don't like? Yeah, you don't like the jasmine. You don't don't... like either the lavender or the jasmine, but I think the lavender is partially because it's an Earl Grey and you don't like Earl Grey. Yeah, Earl Greys aren't my my best. They aren't my best. But you don't like the jasmine specifically, whereas you don't mind green tea. Yeah. I don't know. I enjoy most teas. I I have rarely ran into a tea that I don't like besides your blueberry one. Like, I'm trying to think of any others, and I can't. Well, I don't like chai tea, but I feel like that's a bit different. I like chai tea. I like chai tea a lot. I like my chai tea a very specific way. <laughs> I like my chai tea iced with milk. So I suppose this doesn't I like feel this specific. Iced chai latte 
but without the coffee. I like a specific brand of chai tea. Like, I know you can buy your own chai tea. I've always wanted to make my own chai tea. I think that would be very interesting. And I know you can buy, like, packets of chai tea. But no, 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 no. No, no, no. No. You gotta buy the pre-made stuff. I know it's not good for you. I'm sure it doesn't have the best ingredients in it. I don't care. It reminds me of my childhood and I love it. <laughs> I guess I liked chai tea as a child. I liked chai tea as a child. Does that count as liking tea, though? No, because I liked, like, one thing, and it wasn't really tea to me. But whatever. I can't remember. Yeah, no, I would agree. Chai tea is a little different than just straight-up tea. I can't remember the name of the brand of chai tea that I like. But I, it, it's an orange and purple box. I feel like other brands of chai tea, they have too much clove in them. And I don't do that. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I don't do that. And sometimes I've got a little too much cinnamon too. And I'm not a huge cinnamon fan. Like cinnamon sugar? Yeah. Cinnamon? Nah. Mm -mm. I've added cinnamon to the lavender Earl Grey we Blech. have upstairs. Why would you do that? It was actually decent. I get a little bit more experimental with the teas than Emma does. Every once in a while I'll be like, oh, Why I want to try this in. They give you everything you need for your tea in the tea bag. But what if I wanted cinnamon with my tea? Well, these are great. These have a lot of stuff, but like some of the ones we have upstairs are relatively plain. I don't know. Make your own tea blend. One thing that I've really enjoyed about this podcast, though, is that it's given me an opportunity and or excuse to try a lot of different teas. For Christmas, my mom got me a big variety pack of, like, a hundred assorted teas to try. Because one thing I've been trying to do with this podcast that you may or may not have noticed is I try to usually vary up what tea I'm drinking either a completely new tea or at least one I haven't had in a long time. There were a few times during um, the 12 days of Christmas that that didn't completely happen, mostly because we were doing it every single day and I didn't have a ton of variety at the time. But because we've been doing this podcast and I, it's given me such an opportunity to try different things, like last week's tea, I can't remember what it was called, well, I remember how it's spelled, but not how to pronounce it. But if you watched last week's podcast, I had never even heard of it. But it was actually really good, and I was highly impressed with it. Especially because it was, like, bright red, and when you see a bright red drink that's tea, you don't normally be like, oh yeah, that's gonna taste good. Debatable. But I was... <laughs> I really enjoyed it, and I it's something that I would be willing to drink again. And, like, I've been trying to keep track of which ones I liked and which ones I didn't, so I can, like, be like, these are ones I want to buy again. I... You brought up the, the 12 Days Christmas po podcast. Christmas podcast. And I just wanted to throw this in there. I want you all to know, we made up a special Christmas jingle for those podcasts. 
as you would know if you've listened to them. <laughs> they are absolute chaos. A lot of them are a lot of fun. I highly suggest you go and find the one where we talk about Santa Claus. <laughs> that was so on un- specific. I think it was day 11. Were we talking about Christmas movies? Um, I think it was We talked about Dominic the characters. Donkey. We talked about Dominic the Donkey that day. Christmas fictional characters. It doesn't matter, though. I want you all to know, that Christmas jingle is the first thing I think about when I'm trying to sing our intro song every time. In fact, it messes me up so bad that sometimes I actually wind up singing the Christmas jingle and we have to redo it. <laughs> Day 10, fictional Christmas characters. Fictional Christmas characters. That was, that one was hilarious. Episode 17. Much akin to today's sort of situation. Or we're tired. I want you all to know that after last week telling you guys to go look up Baby Ostrich, we were told ourselves to go look up animals without necks. (laughs) It is hilarious. So now we are telling you, go look up animals without necks. You'll thank me later. You're welcome. Or not. I know that none of this has <laughs> anything to do with tea. I know, it's a very oddball topic. But you needed to know. I don't care, it's like one in the morning. I'm tired. They need to know about the animals without necks. Whales, do whales have necks? I don't think whales have necks. Somebody out there that knows more about whales is going to correct me. Or are they all neck? <gasps> <laughs> no, because I got a tail. There are some things about anatomy that you just... They got a tail. I mean, I was more joking than anything, but okay. Okay. Whales have a tail. The whale tail. That's the fun fact you can take away from this whole thing. Whales have a tail. And we love tea. And we love tea. And Plum Deluxe was super nice and sent us some. It was amazing. It, like, made our day when we got it. We were so excited. (laughs) We (laughs) opened it up around a bunch of people who had no idea what was happening. I squealed in front of a bunch of people who had no idea what was happening. They were very confused. I wielded a very dull knife. That was terrifying. To open the package. And scared a bunch of people to the point where somebody who took the knife from her and and opened our package for us (laughs) because that was scary. (laughs) It wasn't my fault. The knife was... It it was the knife's fault. Does apple cider... More often than people realize. Count as a tea. No. Because it doesn't have tea in it. Because tea is kind of a specific thing. Like... It's not just any leaf, but it's, like, specific types of leaf. Like, how there's white tea, green tea, black tea. Like, those are all are from a different types of tea. And so, anything with, like, apple cider... Well, true apple cider is, like, apple juice that's been boiled with a bunch of spices. I'm assuming you're talking about like the Does packet that mean that apple we're making... ciders that are 
apple, like dried apple no, 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 no. spices. I'm like, does that mean, okay, the concept of apple cider, right? Mm-hmm. It's apple juice boiled with spices. So does that mean that we are teeing the apple juice? There's no tea. There's no leaves. Like specific tea leaves. Well, if you want to get super complicated, I mean, you could maybe argue it's depending on what like the apple spices is flower, you put in. You might be able to call it a herbal tea, but I I I think most people would argue with you. Interesting. What an interesting concept. What does that say about coffee then? Does coffee count as a tea? No, because it's not made with leaves. It's made from, like, coffee beans. Is lemon in water, like, lemon-infused water considered a tea? No. (gasps) I was going to argue with you. (laughs) I was going to be like, I mean... No. It's What about those, like, iced lemon and mint waters? Because people do that. And mint's a leaf. And lemon is zesty, and so would that count? If you're trying to be obtuse and come up with some crazy reasons for things to be a tea, I'm sure you could find it. But no, but like seriously, based off of what you said about tea and the fact that it needs leaves, mint is found in teas, and lemon is also found in teas. So is mint lemon infused water technically a tea? An iced tea? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Because, like, obviously I don't. I'm not schooled in, like, the knowledge of teas. So, like, someone else could probably answer this better than I could. But, like, the only thing I could think of is, like, maybe a herbal tea. I'm trying to decide, does herbal teas have, like, a specific tea in them? I don't think so. Oh, no, this says it has a tea in it. I think it needs to have some sort of tea ingredient. Hmm. In it to count as a tea. Otherwise, it would just count as, like, herb-infused water. Yeah. Because, like, if you look at the ingredient list on Dirty water. the different types of tea, like, there's, like, for instance, mine is an oolong tea. Yours is a white tea. This one that they sent called Best Friends Advice Herbal Tea, which sounds amazing, um, has honeybush tea. Oh. Um, the Georgia Peach Black Tea has black tea. Wait, so does that mean that you could technically make things into teas, though? By adding tea to it? Yes. What is tea? I'm assuming that tea is some sort of leaf that is commonly goes into water and infuses well and doesn't poison you in the process. I don't know, Emma. You're asking someone who knows about the same amount of things on this as you do. Well, according to Google, tea 
is an aromatic beverage prepared by pouring hot or boiling water over cured or fresh leaves of Camellia sinensis, an evergreen shrub native to China. Interesting. So we're drinking a shrub. I feel like that's only one version of tea. I mean, I could be wrong. So does that mean that technically iced tea is not true tea? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I mean, if you ask the British, they would So, in short, tea is anything derived from Camellia sinensis plant. Anything else, which sometimes is called tea, is more accurately referred to as an herbal tea. Or... We're learning... I wasn't expecting to learn on this podcast. <laughs> we best be learning. So, or is more accurate. Blah, blah, blah. Is blah. anything else? <sighs> Guys, it's one in the morning. Oh, anything else? While sometimes called tea, is more accurately referred to as an herbal tea or tinsane. Tinsane includes chamomile, ribose, and fruit teas. Interesting. So technically, lemon, mint, water would be considered a tinsane? I mean, I guess. But also, if you told anyone that was a tea, they would argue with you. I didn't say it was a tea, because it's not a tea, it's a tinsane. I'm probably saying that word wrong. Okay, well then they would ask you what a tinsane is, to be honest. It's a, a fruit tea. And then they would argue with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're fully getting out of that one, Em. Interesting. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. Well, I wonder, are these even... Yeah, they have tea. They have <laughs> white tea. Which means that they have white... Um, Camellia... Camellia sinensis in it, I guess? We're drinking shrubs, basically. I mean... What did we've, you think we were drinking? I feel like we've always been drinking shrubs since the beginning of time. Like somebody at one point had to look at something, anything, and everything, and say, can I eat this? Like, why do we know that we can't eat plastic? Somebody had to eat it. I mean, or they put it in stomach acid. And then Plastic was invented. I feel like we had the knowledge to be able to figure out whether or not it was edible without just automatically eating it. Okay. Whether or not we were smart enough to do so is a different story. Plastic's a bad example. Somebody had to look at a tree <laughs> and say, can I eat that bark? Which, by the way, you cannot. And there's absolutely no nutritional value behind eating bark. Please do not eat bark. But you can make tea with pine needles. But Sonia had to look at all of this stuff and say, can I eat that? 
Yeah. I don't know why we went with trees when you could have been like, someone saw a crab and thought, that looks yummy. This is a better point, yeah. It's a spiky sea spider. Like, who looks at a spiky sea spider that is the size of your face and says, that looks yummy. I'm gonna cook and eat that. That looks really difficult to get into, but it will be rewarding in the end, and I know it. Also, how confused do you think someone was when they decided to open up a coconut? (laughs) Do you think it just accidentally happened? Because coconuts are not easy things to get into. Like, they had to be determined. Maybe a different animal was eating coconuts, and they were like, oh. I don't know of any animals that do eat coconuts. Off the top of my head, of course. But you also have to think about the fact that why do we know we can eat crickets? Or tarantulas. Ooh, no. No. Or snakes. Somebody had to look at all this stuff and say, can I eat that? I feel like that person should then immediately ask, but should I eat that? Like octopuses? And listen to that as well. Somebody had to look at octopi and say, can we eat that? Can we eat that while it's still alive? And they did. Which, no, that's not, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not that adventurous of a eater. I'm not just gonna I eat live octopus. Kaylee, that aside from tea, she has the taste buds of a five-year-old. She would much rather have chicken nuggets and mac and cheese than a lot of the things we give her. You make that sound like that's the only thing I eat. That's not the only thing I eat. Yes. But how many meals off the top of your head would you much rather have? (laughs) Well, this is not a good example because I would much rather have... Finger steaks and french fries. Did you guys know (laughs) finger steaks were invented in Boise freaking Idaho? We found that out recently because we were like, where is finger steaks from? And turns out that it's an Idaho thing. And I said, that makes sense. Yeah. It would be an Idahoan that said, you know, this steak is great. But what if we cut it up, battered it, fried it, and then we could eat it. And served it with fried potatoes. And you know what? That person was genius. Freaking genius. <laughs> so now we have the television and finger steaks. Top that, anybody else? You can't. I feel like that is pretty toppable. Excuse me? Do you know how many people use the television on a regular basis? Like, I'm sure it would have only been a matter of time before somebody mm-hmm. figured out a television or how to make it, but it happened here first, so. But, like, I feel like there are other <laughs> things that are worth more than a TV. Do you know how finger often steaks? TVs are used, though? TVs are so often in our daily lives, we don't even think about the it. The cell phone. The internet in general. Showers. Am I wrong? Showers are not comparable with electronics. We're just talking about inventing things. 
I don't understand what's happening right now. You said top that because we have finger steaks. No, no, no. And television. I understand. Whoever invented the shower, you can top us. But for being Idaho, the state that is often confused with Iowa or Ohio or Indiana, like literally any other state at this point. The fact that we have finger steaks and the television, like that's pretty good. We could just be like nothing. I'm curious how much other people know about finger steaks now. Also, y'all wouldn't have the, the freaking McDonald's french fries you have without us. Just so you know. You're welcome. I mean, potatoes can be grown in other places, Emma. What has happened to this podcast? We are also not the potato state. We are the gem state. Yeah, that's true. This podcast has been so hijacked by my weird questions. It decided to fly free. Free! I don't even know how we can relate it back to tea now. Tea wasn't invented in Well, free rhymes with tea. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> wow. I don't think you could have made a better rhyme if you tried. That was chef's kiss. <laughs> Amazing. Thanks. It also rhymes with tree. <laughs> Which leads us back to the fact that you can't eat that. <laughs> don't eat the bark. And it's also the mixture between the words tea and free. That's a good point. <laughs> That's a great point. <laughs> she has managed to relate it back to tea. Thank y'all for listening. And thank you so much to Plum Deluxe for sending us all these lovely teas. We have been so happy with the ones we have and we're excited to try the ones we haven't gotten time to get to yet. Yes. And with that, have a wonderful week. Weekend? Weekend. And week. It takes us a week to get it back to you. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see y'all later. Bye! You know, I can't believe my go-to relation was to just rhyme it. <laughs> You know what I'm gonna do now? What? Every time you bring up something obscure, I'm gonna be like, but can you eat it? And then I'm going to look at you and say, but should you eat it? And then I'm gonna say, you can't eat that! <laughs> Shake on it. Shake on it! I'm probably not gonna follow through with that. I'm gonna be completely honest. I agree. <laughs> <laughs>